0: Hello and welcome to Macintosh and Mod Haven't Seen What? The podcast where Macintosh and Mod force each other to watch movies they should have already seen. I'm David, aka Macintosh.
1: And I'm Diana, aka Mod. What are we watching this week? <laughs> Welcome to our Oscar nomination
0: episode. Special. Dropping for you today. Extra pod.
1: Yeah, so we, uh, Oscar nominations came out early this morning, or yesterday morning, depending on when you're listening to this. Early. As in, I almost forgot about it when I was at work. So we're just gonna go straight through the list and we're gonna talk about them. All All Alright, first up we've got Best Picture category. Call Me By Your Name, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, Get Out, Lady Bird, Phantom Thread. The Post, The Shape of Water, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Not a single one of those is a shocker. Nope. And several films that could be considered the best film of the year. Depending on who you ask?
0: Yes. Now, I see there's only nine films. We missed a tenth slot here.
1: Yes, I do feel like The Big Sick should have gotten the nomination.
0: I don't agree. I think The Big Sick is a great movie. So what would you put in there? I don't know that you put another one in there. I think this list is pretty representative of the group of films. I think The Big Sick as great as it is doesn't quite match that tier. It's just shy of it. And I don't
1: agree at all.
0: I just that that's how I feel about it in retrospect. I, I that's not giving it any shade at all. I just think it does it, it just barely doesn't quite get to the level of those movies to me.
1: Well, this list is exactly what we thought it would be. There's it is sure. nothing f- on here that's surprising. For real.
0: I think maybe the only other film I could think of, and I didn't think it was that good a movie to get that, but I'm a little surprised they didn't throw The Disaster Artist in. <sighs> but maybe because of those guys and James Franco. James
1: Franco controversy definitely played a role. I'm sure that did. And they, the Oscars have been getting a lot of flack for not only diversity, but also only really favoring pictures about Hollywood. Yeah, that makes sense. So it is one of the best films, and it was recognized in another category, but I can understand it not being best picture.
0: Yeah, well, and I would also say I don't... I feel like that's one of those few movies that's about Hollywood that Mm -hmm. really feels like Hollywood. Fair. A lot of times those Hollywood movies are this fictionalized ideal of it, and that movie is not.
1: All right, so of these nine, there are three that we haven't seen. Uh, one of them just came out, and the other two have been in limited release in our area, and so we have not yet seen "Call Me by Your Name," "Darkest Hour," or "Phantom Thread."
0: So we've got two thirds. We did good.
1: That's pretty good.
0: And we're still we're catching s- those other three. Six weeks away. So, I know.
1: Like those three, we could go see this weekend if we legitimately had the time. Pretty much. So those are happening, but right now, what are you what are you saying is going to be the winner?
0: It is so hard to call between The Shape of Water and Three Billboards. I don't... You have to put yourself in the mind of the Academy voter, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, if I'm picking, I'm still picking The Shape of Water, pending me seeing those other three movies. Really? Uh, Well, okay. I'm a little shocked that Darkest Hour got in here, because the vibe I get from Darkest Hour is Gary Oldman's brilliant, this movie is kind of a bore.
1: That movie for me goes in the same category as Dunkirk. It's a it's Oscar bait. It's got great performances. It's a war movie. Those always tend to do pretty well. It's Oscar bait.
0: Dunkirk is slightly an edge above that because it's it a is, different kind of story. Well, and it's Christopher Nolan. It's it's solely Christopher Nolan's piece. It's it's a very. It's just one level above Oscar mm-hmm. bait simply because he's going that much further on what he's doing with mm-hmm. it. I think that's that's the, the last little echelon it kicks on mm. above Darkest Hour, which I feel like is just another generic historic film. Okay. Phantom Thread, I'm reserving judgment because I may, I, I may totally change my mind and be like, I love Shape of Water, but this is incredible because P.T. Anderson has a knack for blowing me out of the water.
1: Oh, he does. He does great work. And,
0: and for me, hits me like in every spot I love about movies. Yes, I know. But it's it, that's me, mm-hmm. and I totally recognize that. Okay. And call me by your name. I, I, I still think it's too too small a picture. I I, th- I think it totally deserves to be on here. Yes. But I don't I don't think it has a chance. Okay. Gun to my head, right now. Mm-hmm. Accepting the Phantom. Accepting Phantom Thread. I'm going with three billboards. Eh. What about you? Get out. So you think they're gonna go that far in that direction?
1: Yes, I do.
0: Now the academy is the academy is very different. I'm predicting based on you know what I've seen from academy voters for so long. Mm-hmm. The Academy has changed its membership rules in a huge way. Yes. You've got a much younger group of people.
1: Think about when this movie came out and they recognized it in a very big way. Yeah. That movie is the best picture of this year.
0: I need to watch it again. Legitimately, I need to go watch it again. With the knowledge of understanding it more now, Mm -hmm. I need to go watch it again.
1: Okay, let's move on to directing. Christopher Nolan for Dunkirk, Jordan Peele for Get Out, Greta Gerwig for Lady Bird, Paul Thomas Anderson for Phantom Thread, and Guillermo del Toro for Shape of Water.
0: I am so glad they did this. I'm so glad they did this. You could have easily... Ridley Scott shouldn't have belonged in that category, and that happened because of the Golden Everyone
1: Globes. in this category deserve well, no, Greta Gerwig doesn't deserve to be in here, but I understand why she was nominated. She
0: does deserve to be She's in here. She's the token woman. Okay, I, I disagree. She I think she did a great job directing this movie. She
1: deserves to be in the writing category. She does not deserve to be in the directing category. You're wrong. No, you're wrong. <laughs>
0: um,
1: okay, who wins?
0: Before I make that decision, the one thing I will say is this is a tough category. It really is. Those are all legitimately good directors. Mm -hmm. I know you've got your feelings about Greta Gerwig. I think she's right up there with the rest of these guys. It's got to go to Guillermo, right?
1: I am so torn between Guillermo and Jordan because he did not waste a single frame of that movie. It's true. But neither did Guillermo, and Guillermo is such a visionary in that film tell such an amazing visual story it's a they're just so different films they're such different films it's true and is the academy gonna go for a horror movie which
0: i understand it's way more than that
1: i no, no, but at its it's core that's
0: that's what it is but at its core it's a horror Uh, movie
1: i'm giving it to guillermo for this because i have a feeling this is the only award other than maybe music that Shape of Water is going to get, which Shape of Water is leading with 13 nominations. That's a brilliant
0: film. It is. I don't think P.T. Anderson has a shot here. No. I don't necessarily think that that's telling of his vision in this movie, but this is a a Daniel Day-Lewis thing more than it is him. It's true. He's going to outshine the directing in that movie to some degree.
1: I think that's fair.
0: Even though I think it's going to be more P.T. Anderson than than people expect. Mm Mm-hmm. Actor in a leading role. Mm -hmm. Timothée Chalamet, call me by your name. Daniel Day Lewis, Phantom Thread. Daniel Kaluuya, get out. Gary Oldman, Darkest Hour. Denzel Washington, Roman J. Israel, Esquire.
1: Okay, we haven't seen three of, well, we haven't seen four of the five. (laughs) We're not gonna see Roman J. Israel, Esquire. Um, This is the Meryl Streep of the category. We know he's good, he's not gonna win.
0: The only caveat is, if it shows up on a streaming network, I might watch it.
1: That's fair. I'm not paying money for that movie.
0: No, I'm not paying money for that one. Timothy is going to have his chance later down the road. Yeah, he's not And gonna he's win. not going to win. But I'm really excited to see his performance.
1: Agreed. I really think this is between Daniel Day-Lewis and Gary Oldman.
0: Right, and I have to reserve judgment until I see...
1: And I, I feel... I lean towards Gary Oldman. I know people are mad at him. He's He's in trouble right now, too. But, you know, Daniel Day-Lewis isn't a saint either. He's actually a different kind of wackadoo. So, where's a toss-up?
0: People said that Daniel Day-Lewis is difficult because he's in character. But then, at the same time, he's never intentionally... Like, he hasn't gone Jared Leto
1: on people. Uh, true. He's, he, he's in character. Close. Close. Eh. People were seriously freaked out by him during Gangs of New York. Oh, yeah. They were terrified of him.
0: And as well they should have been, though. Okay. It got the performance they wanted.
1: So I know I've complained that the female Oscars tend to be career Oscars instead of based on their performance. And this is a year where I feel like, don't give Daniel J. Lewis another Oscar, but give Gary Oldman one because he's, he's done the work and he's that good. He's kind of one of those guys who you're kind of like, wow, he doesn't have one? He should.
0: The only stretch I give to that, is I have to see what Daniel Day-Lewis does. No,
1: I ag- I agree. But that's kind of where I'm feeling, where I'm siding with Gary Oldman for this category. That's having, uh, not ha- having not seen the performances.
0: Well, and here's the thing. He's never won. He's been nominated many times.
1: I don't think he has. I think his first one was Tinker Tailor Soldier Spy. I don't believe he's ever been nominated. Okay.
0: But he's been nominated for other things, for sure. Yes,
1: but for Oscars, I think he only has the one nomination under his belt. Yeah. All right. Actress in a leading role, Sally Hawkins, The Shape of Water, Frances McDormand, Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri, Margot Roby, I, Tonya, Saoirse Ronan, Lady Bird, Meryl Streep, The Post. I want it to be Sally Hawkins.
0: I want it to be Sally Hawkins, too.
1: I think it's going to be Saoirse Ronan. She's better than Frances. She is. And people are mad about Ebbing. They do not want that thing to have another award
0: which is which is a shame because I do think it's legitimately a great it's a, movie.
1: It's a good movie. It is. But I but it also highlights a lot of things that are really horrible about our country especially right now.
0: Which I agree with. I, I think what some people may miss is like it, it it's not it's not glorifying that in any way. It's it's presenting it as a fact of life.
1: It's not the best movie compared. And and her performance is good, but Sasha's run better. She's better.
0: It's true. Yeah, no.
1: I, I want Sally Hawkins because not only do I think that's a better movie, I think she's doing a much better job with the challenge in front of her. But I think it's gonna be. I think it's gonna be Lady Bird here.
0: That'd be all right. Sure, she's a great I, actress and I, an. Awesome, I wouldn't. Awesome. I even. wouldn't
1: be happy, but I would not be mad. I'm like, all right. Actress in a supporting role: Mary J. Blige, Mudbound, Allison Janney, I Tanya, Laurie Metcalf, Lady Bird. Leslie Manville Phantom Thread and Octavia Spencer The Shape of Water.
0: Give it to Laurie Metcalf.
1: <sighs> They're not going to. They're going to give it to Allison Janney. Probably. I'm okay with that. It's between those two ladies. It is. But I feel like Alison Janney's just
0: playing the villain version of characters we've seen from her before. Because there is there's there's no How change. How often have
1: we seen her on film? We've seen her in a lot of TV. Talking about the film. And here's the thing. Laurie Metcalf has played that same woman, too, on television over and over again. Both of these are women who have amazing television careers. They really do. And they've also had wonderful theater careers. They haven't had huge film careers. That's the horse race. Except I haven't seen Leslie Manville in Phantom Threads. I know. We haven't seen that, but I don't know.
0: Actor in a supporting role. Willem Defoe, the Florida Project, Woody harrelson, three billboards, Richard Jenkins, the Shape of Water, Christopher Plummer, all the money in the World, and Sam Rockwell three billboards
1: Sam Rockwell
0: Woody Harrelson should not be in this category. Woody Harrelson's just being Woody Harrelson on screen
1: True, that character is tailor made for him exactly uh he does he does so he does a great job uh it's Sam Rockwell, Christopher Plummer is the one who shouldn't be in there.
0: I feel like both of them should be knocked out here.
1: We we both agree. We've talked about this before. We think Sebastian Stan should have been in this category. I know. They should have knocked one of them out and put him in because he was great. The other thing is people are pissed that Army Hammer got snubbed.
0: Army Hammer and So let's
1: let's sub those two and get Sebastian and Army in there, and we can call this a good category.
0: Well, there's a lot of reviews that are also saying Michael Stuhlbarg and Call Me by Your Name is really yeah, good too.
1: I heard some of that. He's everywhere right now.
0: But they're they're saying like he's he's gut-wrenchingly amazing in, in that movie. Hmm. So as okay. So I yeah. mean there's there's so many ways you could have gone. I just feel like neither Woody nor Christop- Christopher Christopher is getting there because of the story. Not because necessarily yeah. because of the acting.
1: Well, a lot of people are saying he does a good job with the crappy movie. Exactly. And people do people like that story. You you know you came in and it's just kind of like okay that's great. He did a really cool thing and yay production, which is also now being marred by the whole pay inequality thing. It's a whole thing. I don't care. So- sorry, Captain Von Trapp.
0: This is the one category that's a little disappointing. Honestly.
1: It's going to Sam Rockwell. Yeah. It just is. And I'm okay with that, but I would have liked to see the other gentleman nominated.
0: Agree. I, I, I do love Sam Rockwell in no, that movie.
1: No, I, I do. I, I don't disagree.
0: Adapted screenplay. James Ivory, Call Me By Your Name. Scott Neustadter and Michael H. Weber, The Disaster Artist. Scott Frank, James Mangold, and Michael Green, Logan. Aaron Sorkin, Molly's Game. Virgil Williams and D. Rees, Mudbound. Call me by your name. It's going to Ivory. I I,
1: I believe it's going to them, but I would be really intrigued if it went to Logan.
0: I would be intrigued if it went to Logan
1: too. I don't think that's going to happen. I think it's going to call me by your name. I think that's going to be the only statue it walks away with. Yeah. Um. we're gonna we're gonna watch Mudbound because it's on Netflix, so we really have no excuse for not watching it. Um, and it's gotten
0: so much. So and, much buzz and so And we've seen reviews. the
1: other ones. Of course, Molly's Game is in there. They love Aaron Sorkin, and Aaron Sorkin's great.
0: That's a legitimately good screenplay. It really I'm, was. I'm not going to... I mean, for and, and it's an adapted screenplay, so it definitely deserves the nod in it's, that category.
1: It's kind of a cheap one. He's like, again, he's the Meryl Streep of the category. Oh, you put out a movie this year? Great, we needed a seat filler. Well, we like I, you.
0: And I could have seen The Post getting in here if there weren't other strong contenders. The Post... The best thing about The Post was its screenplay. Honestly.
1: Okay. I can get on board with that.
0: That was the best part of that movie. And the second best part was Meryl, who did get her nomination. And of course she, she did. She earned it, I really feel like, and with that movie. Sometimes it doesn't feel like that with her with I, this I, one. I, I,
1: I know. I, I think she was really good. All right. Original screenplay. Emily V. Gordon and Camille Nangiani for The Big Sick. Jordan Peele, get out. Greta Gerwig, Lady Bird, Guillermo del Toro, Vanessa Taylor, The Shape of Water, and Martin McDonough. Three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri.
0: Okay, so this is this is what's going to break down here.
1: Mm-hmm. Greta
0: Gerwig is not going to win this. No. show will win.
1: I really believe she will.
0: So here's how that's going to work. Whoever wins this category loses Best Picture and vice versa.
1: I know. I want it in my heart to go to Emily and Camille. And it's not. It's, There's
0: no chance.
1: I I don't I don't think that's true because I think Get Out is going to get best picture.
0: If Get Out gets best picture, Shape of Water wins this. Here's it. And if Shape of Water wins best picture, Get Out
1: wins this. I, I don't think so. Here's the thing because I think Best Pic Best Directing is going to go to Guillermo. I think this is going to be a weird split because you've got the same three, you've got the three people. I feel like Best Picture is going to go to Get Out. Best director is gonna to go to Guillermo, and best original screenplay I would I would love it to go to Big Sick. I don't think it will. I think it's gonna to go to Jordan. I think he's gonna get picture and writing and not get directing. Yeah, that those, I think that's how that's gonna play out.
0: Those two are absolutely fair because the script, his directing is great. It is great, but it is built. On the foundation of the script, which is what he put so much care and thought into.
1: Correct. And Guillermo could have directed that with no script. Exactly. As far as we know, there is no script. I mean, that's not true. I'm not trying to belittle the script writer. There's totally a screenplay there, but... But this is Guillermo. He needs nothing except for an idea. Absolutely. Uh, So I feel like that's what it's going to be. I just want Kumail and Emily because I love them as people. We've been following them for years. It's a happy story. Kumail on Twitter today, at Emily V. Gordon. Hey, uh, Oscar nomination Emily V. Gordon. How are you doing today? (laughs) It's just... Precious and I love them. They they I, are I don't think they're gonna win. I'm just so proud of them. Yeah. I'm like know. mom proud of them.
0: I'm here's the thing. I don't care about it. I'm glad they get to go to the Oscars. Yes. Because it's awesome.
1: I'm glad they were recognized in that way.
0: Yeah. That that's all I wanted. That's as that's far as all I wanted. That's all we gotta get from that one.
1: Yes. Animated feature film The Boss Baby, The Breadwinner, Coco, Ferdinand, and Loving Vincent.
0: Coco. Yeah, it's going to Coco. Coco.
1: I could. Okay, I could see loving Vincent winning just because of. I mean, just for how it's done.
0: Artsy fartsy people.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it's Coco. It's Coco. Coco is a better movie. Well, Coco's is better movie. Th- I like, and I like Boss Baby, but it's better. And I, I'm not seeing the crap that is Ferdinand. I don't know anything about Breadwinner.
0: You always have to factor in that box office is a consideration in these awards, and I know, Coco. It's
1: Coco, and and. Even though it was not my favorite movie of the Pixar, it is their most beautiful. It is hands down foreign language film: The Fantastic Woman, Chile; The Insult, Lebanon; Loveless, Russia; Body and Soul, Hungary; The Square, Sweden. If I
0: can manage to find get my hands on some of these movies,
1: that's just not going to happen.
0: It's not, but I'm let's, gonna try. Let's just
1: play roulette. Let's just like
0: no, no, no. I <laughs> I have heard some rumblings about these. The Square. That's what I've heard. The Square and Loveless. Okay, I don't know about. From that. what I know, are the two names I've heard. I will be doing some research on this okay. when we get to our predictions. I'm gonna make inform. I'm gonna try to make an informed decisions about some of these lesser categories.
1: All right, documentary feature, Abacus, Small Enough to Jail, Faces Places, Icarus, Last Men in Apeyo, and Strong Island. It's
0: Last Men in Aleppo. Aleppo. Yes.
1: Whatever. I don't know anything about these movies. Goodbye.
0: Yeah. I will say, of those, I will be watching Abacus Small Enough to Jail. Mm-hmm. That is the story of the only bank to be prosecuted as part of the financial crisis. Oh, interesting. It was a small Chinese family-run bank, and there it, there were very serious questions about why they were the only bank targeted. Interesting. It came up on Frontline on PBS a, okay. a few weeks back, and so... That one, I am definitely seeing. These, I may make a big effort to try to watch, along with the short subjects, which HBO usually has.
1: Yeah, but they may not get them until after the Oscars. I know. I'm gonna. I'm... We, we do like a documentary.
0: I'm going to keep my eye out and okay. see if I can get some of these, because I really do want to see some
1: of these stories. Okay. Cinematography. Roger A. Deakins, Blade Runner, 2049. Bruno Del Bono, The Darkest Hour. Hoyt Ben Hoytema, Dunkirk. Rachel Morrison, Mudbound, and Dan Lauston, The Shape of Water.
0: Without having seen Mudbound. Also, big, big deal. Big
1: deal, Mudbound. She is the first woman ever to be nominated in the cinematography category. Yes. And she shot Black Panther. Nice. So she's already got some serious cred. So, yay, congrats. You've already won. I know. Uh, But this is going to Blade Runner.
0: No. Really? This is going to Dunkirk. Really? Dunkirk is shot beautifully. Blade Runner is special effects. Blade Runner is shot very well, but it is design and color and effects. Dunkirk is all cinematography. I don't cinematography. think
1: that's true. I don't think that's true at all.
0: Dunkirk is also all think about- editing.
1: That's a lot of editing and sound mixing. I think a lot of, when you look at how things are framed in Blade Runner, very interesting.
0: I need to know more about how they did it, but I'm suspecting that a lot of that is special effects. It's very good special
1: effects. I want to see the criteria and then we can talk about it. That's fair. (laughs) All right, film
0: editing. Paul Maklis and Jonathan Amos for Baby Driver. Lee Smith for Dunkirk. Tatiana S. Regal for I, Tanya*, Sidney Wolinsky for The Shape of Water, and John Gregory for Three Billboards Outside Ebbing, Missouri. Give it to Lee Smith Dunkirk easy. That's an easy choice on editing.
1: Yeah, I, I appreciate that Baby Driver was nominated here, but it shouldn't win here.
0: No, and Baby Driver is great editing.
1: The it film is, editing it, on that it, movie is fantastic. But the bigger feat on that one is with sound, not with film.
0: Partly on sound, but the editing is so important with the music. Okay. With what, what he did. Production design. Beauty and the Beast. I'm not going to name the no, names here. There's so there's many. so many. Blade Runner 2049, Darkest Hour, Dunkirk, and The Shape of Water. Blade Runner. Blade Runner with maybe The
1: Shape of Water. Yeah, I would say maybe Shape of Water. Blade Runner is the better film. In terms it, of
0: des- production design and the, and the sets and everything? yeah. Mm-hmm costume design Jacqueline Durea nominated for both Beauty and the Beast and The Darkest Hour good for you Mark Bridges Phantom Thread Louis Sequeira The Shape of Water and Consolata Boyle Victoria and Abdul
1: I have a feeling this is one that will probably go to the Phantom Thread because that is a movie about clothing I need to see but it I need to yeah agreed I need to see that I love the shape of water. That one is very subtle costuming, but it is very well done. Yeah. No to Beauty and the Beast simply because to me that is recreating a cartoon. It's done well. I don't feel like there's a lot of creativity that had to go into that.
0: No. I mean the designs were there. You just had to make it work on real actors.
1: You had to build it. And I mean I'm not I'm not just I'm not belittling the craft. I'm just saying, no.
0: I think this is gonna come down to our gorgeous costumes going to win over very specific symbolic costumes
1: fair no fair totally
0: and that's going to be where it comes to Mm -hmm. makeup and hairstyling the team for the darkest hour (laughs) the team for victorian abdul and the team for wonder darkest hour oh absolutely yeah the The first
1: time we saw that trailer who is that who is that who's that scary what the fuck That is some amazing makeup.
0: Also, Wonder does not belong in these Oscar categories at
1: all. That is some serious prosthetics on a child. That they were well done. I'm just saying it's not as fascinating or as transformative as the work they did on Gary Oldman.
0: Also, I just I don't even need to see that movie and to think that looks like a terrible movie. Mm -hmm. Here's an interesting one. This one's hard. Original score. Hans Zimmer, Dunkirk, Johnny Greenwood, Phantom Thread, Alexander Desplat, The Shape of Water, John Williams, Star Wars, The Last Jedi, Carter Burwell, Three Billboards. Okay, let's do process of elimination.
1: Okay, it's not Star Wars.
0: It's not Carter Burwell. Hold on on Star Wars for just a second. Okay. Eliminate Carter Burwell first. Okay, that's fair. That score... That's gonna gonna happen. I don't don't know. Mm -hmm. I don't remember that score at all. I will eliminate John Williams, but for original Star Wars music that we haven't well. heard. They did well. This is some of the best I've heard.
1: Yeah, it that might... was one of the best Star Wars movies I've ever seen.
0: And the score is incredible and it's... different than he's done before. It's good. It's good. It's very different, John Williams. Mm-hmm. His score for The Post would have been a better domination, honestly.
1: Agreed. Because it was I'll agree with that. very yes.
0: different for him. Okay, take him out.
1: Mm-hmm. This is really hard between these three. I
0: can't make a prediction until I hear what Johnny Greenwood did.
1: I need to re-listen to them. We all know I love The Shape of Water's music. Yeah. I still need to... I'm going to write myself a new. I'm buying that later. Because it's beautiful and it's got that French sound that I adore. Oh, yeah. Um, Hans Zimmer and Dunkirk. F- I, that was one of the things I took away from watching that film. That score is awesome. But but but
0: but I how know. much of that is his score and how much of it is the sound editing I, how much of it is the sound editing in the mixing this is one that we can easily go back and listen to i know which we will do and the last thing though is like i, I need know, to hear
1: i know the phantom thread Johnny
0: well it's not so much that i need to hear how he how he fit that to that period that's fair to see what he did there Because it could just completely not work at all for me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And at that point, then, I'm easily giving it to The Shape of Water. Okay. I'm probably eliminating Dunkirk out of that. And I think it's between those two for me. Okay. Original song. Mm
1: -hmm. Mighty River, Mudbound, Mystery of Love, Call Me By Your Name, Remember Me, Coco, Stand Up for Something, Marshall, and This Is Me, The Greatest Showman. Okay. Fun fact. Mighty River from Mudbound is by Mary J. Blige, who is nominated in the Best Supporting Cat actress category that's never happened
0: pretty awesome
1: yes somebody had a lovely tweet that said somewhere barbara streisand is throwing a beige pillow
0: she's,
1: been, she's been nominated in both those categories white lady not at the same
0: time white lady can get the hell over it <laughs>
1: <'cause> this <laughs> is mary j blige i know it's great <laughs> that was lovely commentary on the situation it's it's going to the greatest showman Ew. we're gonna have to sit down and listen to all these songs because we have not But I'm telling you right now, it's going to This Is Me.
0: Hey, at least I don't have to watch the movie.
1: Oh, but I figured out what's wrong with that movie. I figured it out with my hairdresser. (laughs) I did.
0: I can already tell you what's wrong with the movie, but go ahead.
1: Okay, no, but I figured out how to fix it and why it's bothering us, and it's because of Braveheart. Our problem with Braveheart was that they used the real names and they did not bother being historical. They could have told this exact same story with the exact same way. Just don't use P.T. Barnum as the name.
0: F.C. Yarnum.
1: Exactly. And, you know, we would have all known who they were referring to. And we've been like, eh, well, they're not trying to be historically accurate. They're just telling a circus story. Great. We would have forgiven all of it if they had not used his name. Maybe. We would have. We would have rolled our eyes about it, but we would have forgiven it. I still wouldn't have wanted to see it. But I do agree. We, We would have been like, all right, we'll go see it. Everybody's saying it's great. As opposed to this hard-lined, this movie is horrible and we should not give it any of our money. By invoking that man's name, no, exactly. there is
0: so much That's baggage. That's the problem. How That's did, the problem. And in this climate, how the fuck did you not know that? Mm-hmm. Which, honestly, what it boils down to is they made this movie and then all of this stuff started breaking after it was already
1: done. I That's what happened. I, they were pot committed and they just could, they couldn't pull the plug on that part. Well,
0: it, they had a Hugh Jackman they, they Hugh Jackman's Hugh Jackman been lobbying for vehicle. this story
1: for a very long time. Well,
0: he's a fucking idiot, then, because <laughs> this is a terrible. You know, you get idea. married
1: to something, you're like, well, people. I, I, I get it's okay. Should have been
0: lobbying for Logan
1: a little bit, but it's right? okay. It's okay. I know. It's
0: okay. Do better, Hugh Jackman. But
1: that's who's going to win that song
0: because we want to like you, buddy.
1: Oh, I do love him. He's a treasure. All
0: right, let's 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 see if we can quick get through the rest of these. Sound editing. Baby Driver, Blade Runner, Dunkirk, Shape of Water, Star Wars. Baby Driver. Ooh. I might go Dunkirk.
1: Okay. We, what's the difference between sound editing and sound mixing?
0: Editing being... One of those is Foley, actually, and I think that might be where sound editing comes in. In that you're creating certain sounds and putting them into the story, making sure the sound syncs up the right way.
1: It's not purely
0: Foley. Well, one of one of those sound categories... Includes
1: Foley. And one of them
0: doesn't. That's the thing. I think editing is where the Foley stuff comes in.
1: Okay, then it's Baby Driver.
0: Yeah, I'll give you that.
1: The way that sequence, just the opening sequence with him walking down the street, the way it just pops. I'm just like, yep, that's it.
0: Oh, and the the chase scene in the garage with Queen's Mm -hmm. Brighton Rock playing. Yep. I was watching this.
1: and, And I will say, if it's not Baby Driver, it better as fuck be Dunkirk. Yeah. Okay. absolutely.
0: Okay. sound mixing, baby driver blade Runner, Dunkirk, shape of water star Wars, same stuff baby this one driver goes
1: Dunkirk. I don't care which one with which, but it's one of those
0: two. Oh, this one goes to Dunkirk hands down
1: okay
0: i mean i've never I have never felt the bullets hit. From a sound in a theater and that's what it felt like when you
1: watched that movie okay well i'm gonna have to double check with the criteria for each of those is because i every single year we go through this and i get confused by the time we get to the award ceremony i'll know and i'll make my choice we'll for pin sure.
0: it down visual effects blade runner guardians of the galaxy 2 kong skull island star wars war for the planet of the apes do we have to say it it's blade runner agreed And we've seen all of these except for Planet of the Apes. Hey, Skull Island is a secret, wonderful bad movie.
1: It's a great bad monkey movie. It is.
0: It's not even a bad movie. It's a dumb movie, but it's a great
1: movie. Okay. Animated short.
0: Dear Basketball Garden Party Lou, Negative Space and Revolting Rhymes. And live action short. DeCab Elementary, 11 o'clock. My nephew Emmett, The Silent Child, Watu, Wote, All of Us. Look, if these show up, I will try to make an informed decision and watch them. And documentary short subject... Edith and Eddie, Heaven is a Traffic Jam on 405, (laughs) Heroin, Knife Skills, and Traffic Stop. Now, there is one on here that I do know something about that's heroin. Mm -hmm. That is a story about a drug court in Michigan. It's a story of a judge, a law enforcement officer, and somebody else on the streets working with addicts. And it's about the opioid epidemic.
1: Oh, okay. So that was
0: a big deal short that came out that got a lot of play. And I think it's Netflix put that out. Oh, okay. It's about 40 minutes long. With all the shorts, it really comes down to if I can get my hands on it on a version, I want to watch it because I want to see if I can I can make an informed decision about those.
1: Okay.
0: Unlike every other year. Yeah. But since we have HBO, they tend to show up there.
1: Well, and this year we have seen so many of the films that are nominated that we actually have some space to go see some of those more obscures. I know, right? Because all right, I wrote it out. Of the film, not including the shorts and the foreign and the documentary. Right. Because those are weird categories anyways. There are 14 movies that have been nominated that we haven't seen. Okay. That's really not that bad. We get Darkest, and I put them in order of how many how many awards they were nominated for. Right. So that kind of helps give us the importance. So there's Darkest Hour uh-huh. with six nominations. Phantom Thread with six nominations. Mudbound with four. Call Me By Your Name, also with four. All
0: four of those are imminent watches on this show.
1: We will be seeing all four of those. Yes. No exceptions. Then we get into Victorian Abdul with two. <gasps> no. Okay, if it shows up on Netflix or if I don't have to pay for it, I will watch it.
0: For any of these movies, if they show up free streaming, there's a chance they're going to pop up here.
1: Yeah. So, Roman J. Israel Esquire. That one. With one. I'll
0: commit to taking that one if it shows up streaming.
1: The Florida Project with one. I
0: really want to see that movie.
1: I know. Uh, All the Money in the World with one. I want to see that now only because they're going to do a television series on FX that looks phenomenal. And I'd like to have a little information going into it. And it's the exact same story. It is. Literally the same story. that one has Donald Sutherland and he's amazing. He's great. So I want to watch it. Uh, The Breadwinner. We're not, we're not. If that's animated, we're not going to see it. No. Uh, Ferdinand, which I refuse to watch (laughs) uh, on principle alone.
0: And because if our children see it, we'll never, ever not get to watch it again.
1: Exactly. Uh, Loving Vincent, which I would like to see just because of how it was done. Um, Wonder, I'm not going to watch that. Nope. Marshall, not going to watch it. Nah. And then The Greatest Showman, which I don't want to pay money for it, but I'll watch it.
0: Oh boy, you might have to get me drunk for that one.
1: That can be arranged. We have liquor. It would be pretty good. That would be great. So, yeah. So, that's the 14 films we haven't seen that have been nominated for Oscars. Four of those off the bat we're automatically going to be watching. So, that leaves us down to ten and still rounds out all the best picture. We only have, like, two more in order to get all of the performances. Yeah. That's not bad. We have about six, seven weeks until the awards. We can knock those out.
0: Gotta work hard at it.
1: Oh, goodness. Good thing we're taking that day off of work so we can go to the
0: movies. I know. <laughs> so much stuff with the Oscars, guys.
1: All right. Well, we're going to be continuing on with our Best Picture Winner series up until uh, the Oscar date. Uh, somewhere in there, we're going to throw in our final predictions. Yep. Uh, it'll probably be a tag on to an episode. It might be a standalone. just kind of depends on how long it takes us to get through our list and what we think we can accomplish before the awards. And then the awards are Sunday, March 4th. We haven't figured out what exactly our watching plans are going to be. But the very next day, we're going to have our review up.
0: It's a big deal. We're coming to the final wire.
1: We're very excited.
0: And terrified.
1: Yeah, that's a lot. That's a lot to cover in one night. We'll Look see. It. That Oscars episode's going to go up a little bit late on Monday. <laughs> uh, we'll see. On the 5th, but it's going to go
0: up. Who knows? Who knows when it'll show up? We you took, might, you we, might see it first thing, top of the morning.
1: We took that day off of work, too.
0: Hell yes, we did. We
1: needed an Oscar recovery day. All right, until next time, guys. That's it for this episode. Please take a moment to review and rate us on iTunes. And for questions and comments, drop us an email at macintosh and at gmail.com.